Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Hard work, passion and business nous propelled Colin Callender to become CEO of two iconic Australian fashion brands, Suzanne and Sports Girl. But due to a very familiar pattern of behaviour, she nearly didn't get there. In 2007, as general manager of Sports Girl, she took it all on and said yes to everything. On top of that, Colleen was the mother of three young kids, and she was commuting 90 minutes each way from Geelong to Melbourne. Busy was an understatement, and at 36, Colleen faced a complete burnout. What happened next was a much-needed reset on her career and life. Colleen tells Chris Ashmore that the joy of work had always been her driving force. In fact, she joined the workforce before she finished high school. I absolutely love to work, Chris, from a very, very young age. I went to work with my dad on the work site. I worked at the local canteen. I worked in a little ice cream shop. I just love to work. And when I got my summer job at the end of year 11 at the local Just Jeans store, I just thought I'd hit the jackpot. I was in the fashion industry and I loved it from the minute I walked in there. I loved people and I loved connecting and I loved clothes and I loved everything about it. And at the end of that summer, when the area manager came down and asked me to stay on, that was just like this dream come true. She said to me, Cole, you've got potential. And what, you know, 16-year-old wouldn't be excited by being told you had potential in the fashion industry. So I then had the job of telling my parents I didn't want to finish my final year of school and I wanted to go and work in the fashion industry and sell jeans. And, uh, you know, my parents, after some conversation, uh, said to me, Cole, be passionate, love what you do, work hard and never give up. And they're the things that have, you know, stuck with me for my entire life and I've applied them to every part of my life. So I did that. I worked really hard. I, I made sure I made budgets and exceeded budgets and won competitions. And, you know, at the age of 20, I was promoted to the youngest area manager. And at the age of 24, I was appointed to the Victorian state manager for Just Jeans, looking after 54 stores. And then in 1999, I got approached by Sports Girl. And, uh, you know, that was a really exciting moment for me because it was an Australian iconic brand and one, you know, we've all grown up with. So that takes me to 20 years later. It's been quite an incredible journey. Well, you were CEO of Suzanne and Sports Girl for 13 years. But before that, you were very close to giving it all away. Can you tell me what happened? Yeah, it was 2007 and I was general manager at Sports Girl and I'd been head of retail operation. I was covering from maternity leave and I had three young children. Macy was two and Trent was nine and Jake was 10. And I described myself as a red Ferrari and I talk about that in my book as well. I was this red Ferrari that had never refueled, hadn't been in for a service, hadn't put air in the tyres and had not pulled into the pits. So I just kept going and going and going and I had no boundaries. I said yes to everything. It did not matter how full my plate was. And I wanted to be this perfect 
wife and mother and friend and daughter. And I put all other people's needs before my own. And so no wonder I hit burnout. I was a people pleaser. I learned this skill very early on in my childhood and that stayed with me my whole life. I wanted to please my boss and my kids and my husband. And that was really what mattered to me. So at 36, I hit burnout. I didn't want to get up and do it again tomorrow. And it wasn't because I didn't love my job. I absolutely loved my job and I was so passionate about my career, but I literally had nothing left in the tank. And, you know, for me, I talk about Chris burnout being quite a gift because it really made me think about my life differently and live my life differently. So I actually took four months off and I put that red Ferrari in for a well overdue service and uh, I came back stronger than ever. But I came back, as I said, in a way where I decided to live my life differently, to live my life with self-care, to live my life with boundaries and to really not go down that burnout path again or get back on that burnout train. And, you know, so many people suffer from burnout today, particularly women and a lot of women that I work with. So I really want to share my experience and my knowledge around burnout and how to avoid burnout. And if we do see those signs, how do we get off that train to burnout? Because it's really not a great place to be. And we don't give our best to anyone when we're there. Well, you had the support from your family and also from your colleagues and the leadership team. But it was the pressure you put on yourself. Is that right? Yeah, it was. I mean, no one put that pressure on me. As I said, from a very early age, I learned to become an expert in people pleasing. And what happens with people pleasers is it works out very well for the other person, but it doesn't often work out so well for the person who's doing all of the pleasing. So as I said, I said yes to everyone. I became addicted to the word yes. When we say yes to things, it makes us feel needed and it makes us feel important and it makes us feel validated. And whether that be from a boss or a colleague or a parent or a friend, it doesn't matter. It gives us that same, you know, level of excitement. And for me, it was always that seeking of approval. And as I said, I work with a lot of women today and I do say to those women, the only person you need to seek approval from in this life is yourself. We don't need anyone else to validate us. You are going be good enough. So so really focus on that and put those boundaries around yourself to protect yourself. What are the signs of burnout? How does somebody know whether they themselves or someone else in the business is close to burning out? Yeah, there's so many signs to burnout. And a lot of people think, Chris, that we've got to be in bed and can't get out of bed before we say, oh, I think I'm burnt out. And that's just not true. There are so many warning signs before we get there. It can be feeling exhausted. It can be memory problems. It can be this constant feel of fatigue. It can be reduced performance in the workplace or in life in general. You know, it can be lack of patience and energy, or perhaps it even shows up in a sleep disorder. And I really want people to recognize these signs before they hit that place that I did, which is burnout. What's the answer then? How does a business owner overcome burnout? Yeah, I think firstly, we need to be so self-aware and we need to be aware that we're seeing some of those signs and we need to start to put, you know, checks and balances in place. We need to start living a life with boundaries, a life where we say no. I talk about knowing our values as part of being the foundation of the house. And when we know our values, we make decisions in line with those values. And often people, their values are health and family. And so we need to really 
put those checks and balances in place and prioritize your workload and make yourself the number one priority. Often, particularly women, again, think that self-care is selfish and it's actually not because we have to be the best version of ourselves before we can be good to anyone else. So self-care is so important. Well, burnout also affects the bottom line of the company, doesn't it? Yeah, it absolutely can. And, you know, again, I'm talking to lots of leaders today that that are in this place themselves, and it does have a huge effect. And burnout leads to people being disengaged with their jobs. Burnout can lead to where people are not performing at their natural best. And in fact, you know, burnout costs billions of dollars every single year to healthcare, not to mention that it endangers the lives of so many millions of people. And in fact, Chris, research shows that 23% of employees feel burnout often. That's nearly a quarter of our workforce that are getting up every day with the feeling of burnout. So we really need to start to, as I said, check some balances in place so we don't get to that place. That was author and business and leadership coach Colin Callender. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Be Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.